You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Uh, this is Monty Khan, uh, your host. And uh, we're live from the Traffic Silicon Valley Conference. And uh, I appreciate everybody hanging in there. We had to reschedule our uh, our show tonight because uh, I was actually on a panel uh, during our slotted spot at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And so uh, the folks back at the studio were gracious enough to hang uh, out over uh, in overtime a little bit and uh, help us out so we can bring a, a live event um, to life and uh, have some, some good content uh, to, to have for in the archives and everything. I'm real excited to... Uh, to report that there's a lot of exciting things going on here at Traffic. Uh, I'll go over a recap at the uh, at the end of uh, my first guest interview, and uh, we're just, we're interviewing um, Keith Levinson tonight, uh, who is the new owner of Audio.com uh, and a number of other high-profile domain names, including Vibrator.com and uh, um, some other sex-related names and adult names. But uh, he has a great a great portfolio and is making a big investment in the in the market in a big way. And a lot of his knowledge and experience and techniques is, um, I think, is something that uh, would value all the listening audience and help everybody be successful on the on, on uh, their strategy in acquiring domain names and making them successful. So Keith will be on right after the commercial break. And with that, we're going to pay some bills and uh, take a little break and be right back on with Keith, Keith Levinson. Hang on. Like the idea of gambling and winning with someone else's money? How about cashing in with the house? Sign up today with PartyPoker.com, the world's largest poker room and poker affiliate program. Cash in on one of the most lucrative and fastest-growing industries for webmasters. There's $10 million paid out to webmasters every month. The world is your oyster, and every hand is a winner. Wouldn't you like a slice of that pie? PartyPoker.com. Betting on the house makes you a winner every time. Contact Alex L. at PartyGaming.com for a great deal. Party 
PartyPoker.com. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pencil salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that's how better pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. $6 million, $2.2 million, $4 billion, $6 million. Ben just kicking ass with domain name. Monty, 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 Monty. 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 And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About 150 grand. That's right. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. 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 the master of your domain. Monty. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold Autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Welcome back to Domain Masters. Again, this is Monty Khan, and uh, we're reporting live at the Traffic Silicon Valley Conference. And my first guest is uh, somebody who just took a big casting net and put a little casting net or a big casting net across the Internet. Uh, Keith Levinson uh, has uh, made a, a successful business uh, in the online ticket brokerage business uh, before getting into the domain name business, and um, he just uh, made some big acquisitions and has a great deal of knowledge and skill around acquiring domain names for the right price and uh, and helping to look up some of the values of those domain names and is actively seeking very good investments for the future. Keith, you're online? Yes, I am, Monty. Well, thanks for joining us on the show, and I know uh, you're calling from your hotel, or we got you on your hotel room. I'm in the hotel lobby, and um, you know it's exciting to be at a conference like this uh, where there's 350 domain domainers gathered and uh, obviously a lot of stuff getting done, huh? Oh, it's such a wonderful event. I mean, uh all the parties involved were putting this together. Rick, <clears throat> Howard knew. I mean, they've done a phenomenal job with, with putting a lot of good minds in a room, you know, minds that have been you know, faces and minds that have not been to one of these events before. So it's definitely been very exciting. Yeah, definitely. And um, um, after the Traffic East Conference in Delray Beach, um, you know, they had about 70 days to plan this event, felt it would be a good idea to put a conference right in the heart of the investment community and uh, kind of the startup community, which is right here in Silicon Valley. And ironically, 
uh, a lot of the VCs and bankers are here present along with a lot of the press. And uh, um, as a matter of fact, a lot of them were featured speakers at the event and really are starting to buy into the fact that domain names are real assets and property. And uh, there's talks about how domain names are going to be financed over time and starting to be treated like real estate. Uh, what's, your, what's your take on that? Oh, it's absolutely the truth. I mean, I've, I've spoken to and, and seen more people here from, from various uh, forms of press and various different uh, investment banks and venture capital funds. Um, it should be very interesting to see when, uh, when some of the articles start to appear, you know, in some of the magazines, um, the light that's shed on this industry. Yeah, should, definitely. Uh, yeah, it should definitely bring uh, you know, new, new faces in this conference and in every conference going forward. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So give us a little bit of background about yourself. Uh, I had the pleasure of, uh, of meeting you after you became a customer of ours, but uh, um, you seem like you're on the ball and uh, have a, a lot of experience in business in general, but give us a little background about, um, a little bit about yourself and your business history and then how you initially started looking at domain names as a, as a good future investment and a development opportunity for yourself. Sure. Um, I mean, I've been in the online entertainment field for about 26 years. I ran a company... Uh, based out of New York called Admit One, a ticket agency that uh, became a rather large company. I was one of the partners up there. Um, had an interest in domain names years and years ago, um, but just got kind of caught up with my other job. I registered a few names back in 96, nothing, in, nothing extremely high caliber. Um, really didn't have, the, you know, really didn't have the time, unfortunately, looking back at how foolish that may have been at this point, but, uh, you know, let some time elapse and, you know, been in that business for for quite some time. About two years ago, I decided that uh, you know domain arena was intriguing to me again. I've always been a tech person, loved you know loved computers and being around um, in the tech end of it. I started looking at drops and domain names again, uh, realizing that there was definitely a market there, and I started acquiring some more you know some domain names, some other domain names. Um, now I have about a thousand domain names. Uh, some of them, as Monty mentioned before, are some high-profile names. Many of those have been done in the aftermarket or on drops, um, and that is pretty much where it's where it's come to. I, you know, my acquisition of Audio was uh, in the third quarter of last year. Um, it's a, as you can imagine, that is a pretty high-profile domain name in the in the space. Yeah. Um, I am now getting ready to develop that website into a full portal, audio portal, which is a passion. That's what drove me to the ticket industry originally was live music and entertainment. So this is a dream for me. So, so you mentioned that you, um, that you get a lot of domain names in the drop, and uh, obviously you do a lot of analysis before you're, you're selecting these names. And you've been able to acquire quite a bit of high-profile names. So um, now, these names, audio.com and some of the other names I mentioned earlier in the adult space, um, you obviously went out and seeked out the domain names from uh, current owners. That's so, so give us a little bit about your strategy and how you've been successful in acquiring domain names in the drop um, in a, such a competitive market and uh, where you see your thresholds in terms of the amount of money that you're willing to spend on top of what's been going on in the active bidding process. Sure. Usually, um, most of the domains that I've I've acquired in the that are not drops. I mean, drops require, of course, a lot of research. But the the other names. I mean, I will sit and brainstorm certain industries and certain things and come up with you know niches in those markets. Basically, I mean, I I look for you know for products. I look for industries and those those 
you know, that, that's what brought me to audio because it's an industry. And when I found audio, I, which was about a year, a little over a year ago, I mean, I basically reached out and, you know, called the people, you know, sent an email first, and I was probably among hundreds of other emails that, were, that was received by the parties, sent another email, and eventually picked up the phone and called the people, and, you know, was told in outrageous number at first, and, uh, you know, just was a little disappointed because the number was more than I really wanted to, to pay, and I don't think the market was even there at that, at that point, but then, uh, you know, it was persistent with the people, and uh, eventually situations happened, and they decided that they wanted to move on the name, and of course I'm under an NDA, I can't really disclose the price I, pay, I paid for it, but, uh, you know, we were able to come to terms and close the deal in, in uh, you know, Q4 of last year. Now, help, help people out in terms of helping in the negotiation process, because you've acquired, uh, you know, at least a couple portfolios now and this individual name. What, what's the best strategy that one can go into when negotiating something that's such high profile as this? And, and obviously you have huge plans from your former experience in the, uh, you know, in the entertainment business, so you're going to make this a nice big portal, and we can talk a little bit about that as well. But see if you can help uh, some of the people that are listening and, and what types of uh, uh, positioning one should take with a high profile domain name like this. Well, I definitely would advise not to not to pick up the phone or send an email that you know if you know the name is a, is a big name, you know not to send an email or pick up the phone and offer a hundred dollars. I mean it's it's a great way to pay, you know really put you out of the realm ever of getting the domain name. I mean if you put you know a number that's a comfortable price in mind, you know it's a good idea to start. You're never going to start at what you're going to pay. I mean no one would ever do that. I don't think. But you know you put a number that's a reasonable amount so to get that's somebody's better. attention. Yeah, exactly. To get somebody's attention, especially when the market is, you know, is where it's at at these you know these days. I mean we all we're all reading you know Ron Jackson's The End Journal. I mean we're all pretty attuned that that the market is 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 maturing at this point to you know past where it was in '99. And, um, you know, putting a, I mean, that's true that the person that, that you're talking to may or may not have that knowledge, but, I mean, the domain name is important, and if, it's, if a person has any knowledge at all that, that, it, that it is valuable, they're going to go out and seek it, and you have a very high probability of losing that name, you know, and those first steps that you do are very important. Right, right. Now, what about the strategy on a portfolio? How does a portfolio different in your acquisition strategy than a, a single a single domain name? For instance, the the adult portfolio that you took out. What what was the reasoning behind that? What were what were some of the ideas that you had? And did that differ in terms of uh, the negotiation nature or the acquisition nature than your other ones? Well, again, I I really even though that portfolio wasn't a tremendous portfolio, it was uh, twenty seven domain names. I really focused on. Okay, can you give us some of the high, give us some of the highlighted uh, cleaner names in the portfolio? just so people know what they were because they were pretty good names. Yeah, sure. I mean, you had Vibrator.com. Um, you had Latex.com. You had uh, Vibratormart.com. GiantDong.com. I mean, those, those <laughs> Sounds those, like a, you know, people are going to have a lot of fun with that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there are definitely some traffic, you know, to higher traffic adult names in there. And I focused on those names and, you know, put a, a price that I was comfortable with, uh, you know, on the names, on the better names. And really wasn't that concerned. Listen, I mean, the guy had X, you know, X amount of names, and usually a seller in in this position, in this situation, I mean, he kind of wanted to exit the the you know the adult business. He was in it many years ago before Google redid their algorithms, and 
you know, things have changed in that industry uh, pretty, you know, pretty severely over the past couple of years. But names like Vibrator, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's a direct navigation name that holds a lot of value because uh, people will always be typing in those direct navigation names as long as there's a browser. That's right. And that, plus, that name will put a little smile on your face. Oh, it's definitely. <laughs> I have quite a few friends that have put smiles on their faces too. <laughs> now, now tell us a little bit about um, um, what the future of Audio.com is going to be. Now, you acquired the name. Um, you, you paid a pretty penny for it. And um, what are you going to turn it into? Because uh, you know, there's a lot of music sites. There's a lot of sites on the web that um, one would find it could be repetitive. But uh, I think that you have a pretty unique approach on what you're going to turn it into, and uh, perhaps you can share a little bit about the ideas. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, I'm going to make it a, a portal on audio. Now, audio is a very vast field. Um, I mean, we're going to be doing e-commerce. We're going to be doing streaming radio. We're going to do music downloads and ringtone downloads, and we're going to you know, definitely build some interfaces in podcasting. Um, the podcasting interface is going to be a proprietary um, interface, which we're going to, it's a little bit different than anything that's out there. Hopefully, we're going to be able to create a very good user experience in that area. That is definitely one, one part of the site that I'm trying to make as unique as possible. It's difficult on the music downloads and the ringtone downloads to do much stuff unique because that's pretty cookie-cutter clean. I mean, it's uh, the same everywhere you go. Right. Um, now, we're going to be doing uh, also audiobooks, downloads, and uh, we're going to have also an interface for audio conferencing. So as you can tell, it's going to be a pretty, you know, pretty diverse site with the things that it's handling. And just you know, the overall user experience is really what we're focusing on. We're going to try to make it so that it's at least confusing as possible. And um, just the overall user experience is good. Now, give us a little bit of an idea, though, about the business part of it. How, how is Audio.com going to generate revenue with all those different pieces, and what's going to be inherent in the site as a, as a service that's going to be provided by the site, and what are you going to outsource or link to? Or is everything going to be linked outside the site, and you're going to kind of connect everything in a portal approach? Um, no. I mean, many things we're looking to build. I'm looking to build a brand with Audio.com, so I'm looking to keep as much stuff as possible inside the site. Um, and it's as much stuff proprietary in the site. In the e-commerce end, which I didn't even mention before, I mean, that we may be having, to, we may have to refer out because I'm not a brick-and-mortar shop as far as with uh, supplying audio equipment. I don't want to get a warehouse full of receivers and, and power amps and car stereos. Right. You know, so if, you know, that end will we'll probably refer off the site. But as far as any of the other, you know, any of the other avenues with the ringtones and the music downloads, you know, that I'm trying to keep people in, you know, on to, on Audio.com. Um, of course, there are, you know, revenue streams of of all these products that we're doing, and you know, we're going to be selling banner ads on many of the, you know, many of the pages and. You know, I didn't mention that we're going to have forums on there, but in the forums, of course, you know, we will have uh, you know banner ads in there too. So hopefully, there'll be many, uh, many um, channels of revenue that come in from Audio.com. Right, right. And you're going to have uh, something. You know, you're going to make it both for the end user consumer and also for the professional muse musician as well. Correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're working on a uh, on a very interesting product on Audio.com. And uh, we have a partner that uh, we're going to be trying to do a virtual jam session, where uh, if you're if you play an instrument on one coast, you know you're going to be able to. You know, it's already 
you're already able to put your instrument through your computer, but you're able to say you play guitar, you'll set up your guitar so that you can play your guitar in New York. And if you have another guy that plays bass in, you know, in, in California, you'll be able to have a virtual jam session with these guys. Oh, how cool. Yeah, so that's uh, you know part of the user experience that we have that, I'm, that I have in store for you know some of the people that uh, visit audio.com. Yeah, and you can actually create. I guess it's going to be really cool because you're going to be able to create music and uh, and uh, and songs not even in the same studio. Not in the same studio. Not even in the same country. That's going to be wild. <laughs> that's a way to get like talented physician uh, musicians from all over the world all together in a jam room and uh, and team people up and create uh, you know online music and uh, you might be able, you might be making marriages in heaven there that uh, you don't even know about yet. I, I hope so. I hope well, hopefully so. you're going to get a piece of every single one of those hits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really, you know, I'm hoping, again, you know, it's, it's a thing that hits close to home. I've been involved in entertainment a long time. You know, I, I, I'm a guitar player myself. You know, years ago I was in bands. So, I mean, this is stuff that, you know, really excites me because it's, it's a thing when you're, you know, when you are a musician and you, you're musicianly inclined, I mean, there are people that you talk to and you run into and you would love to do things like this. So, you know, it's a wonderful idea, and I'm hoping that, you know, we can get the experience to be, you know, to be brought to levels that, you know, that we, as high as we, as our thoughts are, you know. Definitely, definitely. Well, um, give us a little bit about where you see the future of this domain name industry now that you're uh, you're in it pretty good, and um, and obviously what we learned uh, from the traffic, and maybe we can cover some of the traffic sessions that really mean a lot to where the industry is going. Because we heard we heard from the investment community, um, we heard from um, you know the industry people on in, in terms of uh, PPC monetization, uh, development versus um, PPC. Um, then um, you know how valuable and how important appraisal is to um, lending on domain names and uh, you know d doing things for the future in terms of financing. Um, give us your take on on what sessions have been most important to you, and where you think things are on target, off target, and where the industry is going. Oh, that's so hard. There's been so many things that are on target so far at that uh, at this conference. Uh, let's start first with, with with the PPC that you talked about. Um, I mean, PPC has been spoken at, at many of these uh, conferences already as being really just the rent that's collected on these properties, and that couldn't be more, you know, more the truth, you know, than that, that already states. I mean, it, it really is the lowest level of income that, that comes revenue value of a person that's typing in that bar, direct navigation, that, that product, you know, that's, that's only going to get more valuable. You know, a lot of the typos, a lot of the trademarks, I'm in agreement with a lot of the panels that that is, that it stays, it's limited and it's, it stays in pretty much numbered. I mean, as Google gets more sophisticated, all the search engines get more sophisticated, they will weed, probably weed out a lot more of that. But, you know, these, the, the, those direct nav and the brandable names, you know, companies really need brands. You know, I mean, as there is, there's no better way than to a company to open up an online shop and and have you know a product name or or, or a, a very easy name. What are the two or three things that you picked up on that you didn't know before, or that you walked away with uh, with even more excitement than you did when you walked in the door? Well, one thing is for sure: the the people that came to this conference was just very exciting. Knowing that the industry is maturing the way that it's that it's starting to mature, I mean. Uh, in reality, I mean, many industries take a very long time to mature. I mean, television came about in the 1920s and wasn't mainstream until 1970. When at that time, 
you know, people just barely had color TVs. It's only been kind of spoke about in theory and in, in kind of like dreamland, and that is the domain names really being valued as, as an asset and then being able to actually take mortgage-type approaches to domain name in terms of lending, both for purchases and for development. Sure. What, what have you got out of some of the folks that are here with that initiative, and where do you see the change in where things were, I guess, uh, about a year ago? To, to how, do you think, how do you think things line up in terms of real estate and domain names, and, and is there anything that, that you feel that's going to make domain lending a reality in the near term? Sure, sure. I mean, as this industry has been maturing, you know, it's it's really starting to be referenced as you. I mean, I don't know how many of the panels you you know that you how many of the sessions that you actually sit, sat in on, but they referenced it as online real estate everywhere, and it truly is real estate and should be treated like real estate. It should be mortgageable. It should, you should be able to put liens. You should be able to borrow money on it. I mean, as you know. Uh, you know, you have your escrow service. I mean, that should be even more put into the realm of, of the way domains should be held anyway if there's mortgages and stuff that go on these properties. Right. But, uh, I mean, this is definitely, you know, a growing sector, and if some of the players that are here now are seeing the opportunities that can be created, and they're innovating these ways so that they, they bring them to life. I mean, we have guys here uh, that are definitely uh, going to, it looks like mortgageability of, of you know, domains is not very far away, and borrowing on domains is not very far away. It'll be exciting to watch that grow up. Yeah, definitely it will be. And uh, that's uh, showing a little bit more maturity in the market and also that uh, the domain names are a stable investment. Um, even at the very lowest uh, stages of PPC revenue, there's a common payment, common and consistent payment stream coming in. And uh, one could value that payment stream over not just one month but several months and make a determination of uh, loan value and how much a domain name would be worth at a, at a wholesale price in case there was a default in a loan and that kind of thing. Sure. It's actually something that our company is going to start doing as we've been financing deals uh, kind of independently uh, uh, through Moniker and Moniker's escrow service for over two years now. Um, we're going to get into it a big way, and we recognize it uh, as the domain name as a piece of real estate, and we're going to get into that domain lending and mortgage business in a big way in the next uh, couple months as well. Uh, best of luck at that. You know, that comes from the heart. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, in terms of, uh, in terms of um, your future strategy for what you – I mean, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get home now, and knowing what you got from the conference uh, that uh, – that you've been able to take from the conference, and you know, are you gonna are you gonna implement or change things or do anything different uh, than before you got here, or is it validate everything that you had in mind and had planned? Oh no, it's pretty much validated everything that I had in mind. I mean, uh, you know, when I decided two years ago again to start dabbling in domain names, I mean, I saw the growth of the internet, watched you know, watched the internet start growing up. Um, and basically saw that this was going to happen. You know, it just originally when it when it spiked in '99, it just was too early. I mean, now, you know, the adult industry is really growing up, and now that's starting to splash over to to all mainstream. And mainstream is is still in its infancy. I mean, it's got a very very far. I I think years before it actually you know grows up to be you know where, to its full potential. Yeah, definitely. Well, I agree with you. Well, um, Keith, I really appreciate your time, and uh, and I know it's been a busy show for you as it has been for us, but I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, taking some time with Domain Masters and telling us a little bit about your history and what's made you successful on the web. I hope that uh, some of the listening audience has been able to pick up a few things, which is our goal for the show all the time, is that somebody learned something that they didn't know before about uh, about the domain name business and how to be successful. Is there any, any points or thoughts that you want to leave with before you hang up that 
um, you think that can help domainers be successful out there, whether they're new in the industry or, or seasoned? Just, you know, find the right domain names, do your homework on them, try to get direct navigation names, um, and just, you know, good luck with everything. It should be, uh, I think you got a, a much many more years of this industry at, a, at very good growth rates. Great. Well, thank you very much, and we look forward to working with you and helping your properties be successful in the future as well. Thank you very much, Monty. Okay, take care, Keith. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, well, that was uh, Keith Levinson, and again, for those of you who just uh, uh, tapped on um, or didn't catch the initial inter- uh, acquired uh, audio.com and a, and, a, and a pretty large acquisition, along with uh, several portfolios, um, um, and uh, has been very successful in his planning process. Uh, got a little busy signal going on. Hopefully uh, we can get rid of that. Okay. Um, so I just want to recap some of the highlighted uh, uh, conference events uh, that happened over your traffic because, uh, again, this show was put together in about 70 days, and i got to hand it to the organizers here uh, uh, just to give Rick Schwartz and uh, Howard New some credit. They planned this as a kind of a little boutique uh, show in between two of the major conferences that are already on the docket for traffic. Um, obviously, there's Traffic East, which is in Delray, um, or has been in Delray, um, and then they do a Traffic West show, which has been in Vegas uh, and uh, and uh, been very successful. So it uh, turns out that this has been such a, a successful conference and su- successful show, and so much business gets done with domainers in the same room. 350 people showed up here, and, uh, and you know, it was like standing room only in many of these events, and they just did a terrific job of pulling it all together, and I'm glad uh, um, that uh, some of the companies, and including us, were able to help participate. The, the, the conference focused uh, mostly around um, uh, the approach of using domain names as financing leverage, um, uh, increasing values, that kinds of things. And several of the sessions involved some of the venture uh, capital community as well as some of the banking community. And um, one of the sessions that I got a lot out of was um, um, uh, a session that involved uh, um, kind of like an overview of the market and uh, um, Channel Statistics and the Future of the Domain Channel, which uh, had a featured speaker, uh, Ari Baim, uh, from Millback, uh, Millbank and Roy. And he really like laid things out on where the market was going, how banks and financial institutions will look at evaluations and ROI and, uh, and um, um, generating profit in the business and, and where to seek investment. And it was a pretty valuable um, um, you know, session. Um, we rolled into a session that involved uh, domain acquisition uh, strategies in, in terms of acquiring domain names. Uh, I just got off of a panel there, and I got off of a panel in terms of how to evaluate portfolios both for purchase, uh, for acquisition, for sale, and for uh, tax um, credit situations where you can use your, your domain names and your domain portfolios as, as charity and receive tax credits and uh, what you need to have in terms of covering yourself in that. Um, there were some great panel discussions, which uh, um, Google, Yahoo, uh, Fabulous, and uh, Domain Sponsor and Revenue.net were all involved in, and uh, comparing their various systems in terms of generating revenue uh, and traffic. Uh, there was a big Google party. We went and did a tour of Google. Of course, I've been there a couple times through SES and a number of the other events here that's in town in San Jose, but um, got a special presentation and kind of behind-the-scenes look at Google uh, that I never got before, and uh, it was pretty valuable as well. Um, 
the another valuable session was domain development. You know, um, the big question is, you know, while you're while you're developing, you know, what are you doing with your domain names to generate revenue and profit? But uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, domainers and institutions now that are assisting with the development of these properties and developing them out so that they become a lot more valuable and start generating a presence on the web. And uh, there is a couple development um, channels and uh, panels that were very very interesting and well attended as well. Um, Today we um, we had a, a domain analytics uh, session uh, from with Dan Warner at uh, Fabulous and uh, a bunch of success stories. Uh, one of the biggest uh, items in the news of late was the purchase of Sex.com and also uh, the purchase of Software.com. The folks that were involved in that purchase and that acquisition uh, were uh, Mike Zappi Zaplin and uh, Andrew Miller from Interst Internet Real Estate Group. And uh, they talked about the uh, the actual acquisition and the success story of acquiring Software.com. It was an acquisition uh, rumored to be around 3.2 million dollars, I believe, and um, it involved uh, some creative financing to be able to acquire that property. And uh, they gave us a little bit of idea what they're going to do with it. And uh, you know, when when a name like that of that uh, of that um, of that um, premier status is purchased, it's a big event in our industry. So. Um, you know, they were also behind the scenes with the uh, Sex.com purchase as well, and we talked to uh, Gary Kremen last uh, last week, who were the who was the seller on that end, and I'll have uh, some of the folks that represent the Sex.com purchase um, um, on next week as well. So um, it's been a re really good show, and uh, we're going to end up with a, a kind of a, a farewell dinner, and uh, then there's a, a Wadden board meeting tomorrow morning, and I'm on a plane on a red eye in about three or four hours, so I'll be home um, and uh, back in my saddle for next week's show as well. So we will catch up with you next week. I appreciate everybody uh, uh, staying the extra hour to listen to the live broadcast, and uh, we'll be posting and uh, getting some more information about the, the traffic conference uh, uh, very soon. With that, I'm going to let everybody go. Uh, be the master of your domain, and uh, we'll see you next week, uh, same time, same place, on Domain Masters, webmasterradio.fm. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.